1: Up, everybody. Welcome to the Pick Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Friday, February 19th. And Carson Wentz is an Indianapolis cult. But that's not what today's podcast is about. We are actually uh we have an emergency Carson Wentz podcast in the feed. Of course, you can check it out. This is a mailbag episode. You can uh drop if you have any mailbag questions. It could be about parenting, it could be about <laughs> beer. It could be about uh, life in general, Carson Wentz, or a specific specific to a team, player, coach, um, you know, organization, draft, whatever it is. J- leave a five star review, leave your question on Apple Podcast, and we will get it in a future mailbag. It takes a couple of days to populate, so we will add it later. But go ahead and drop those in. Any reviews are appreciated, even if you don't have a question. Uh, joining me to answer those mailbag questions, John Bre- Ryan Wilson, and John Breach. What's up, fellas?
2: Um, I'm very excited to do a post Carson Wentz podcast because, uh, you know, we all need more Carson Wentz in our life.
3: I thought we were doing a second Carson Wentz emergency podcast. I was led to believe incorrectly about that. And, but I'm going to stick around for the mailbag because I'm always excited for mailbags.
1: This is a good one. Ryan just dropped in a five-star review from Jim in South Carolina. Could use more nudity.
3: I mean, obviously he wasn't watching Last yeah. summer, when I was just stripping yeah. left and right, we didn't have YouTube yet. It's probably for the best.
1: Still, much better than cats. <laughs> um, cats. I, lo- I, I, I lo- never saw cats.
2: I love that Breach actually saw the comment and still interrupted you as you tried <laughs> to read through the comment to, to take off his clothes.
1: Breach, and he was like stripping as he was <laughs> as he was doing it too. Um, A- you know and like- me
3: and Wilson match again. By the way, my wife saw the video and she, it said it looks like we're wearing uniforms.
2: It does. The best part is that Br- Brinson, number one, doesn't have his yet. Number two, on the on the podcast earlier this week with Jonathan Jones, I saw Jonathan rocking his, too. I thought it was a troll job. Wasn't <laughs> it a troll job? Was it on purpose? I didn't know it until I saw it on the YouTubes.
4: Okay. YouTube.com slash pick six. If you subscribe to us on the podcast, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube to see these guys wearing stuff that Brinson doesn't have in his possession yet.
1: <laughs> Ryan, would you give up your uh, Super Bowl LV hoodie to get out of the tattoo bet?
2: Oh, no, I'm going to own the tattoo bet. I'm not going to be that guy.
0: Uh, t-
3: Speaking of tattoo bets, Brinson is ah. going to get a tattoo of a domino on his face. <laughs> if Deshaun Watson gets traded to the Eagles, so everyone write that down. That is, let that be part of the record. The Brinson tattoo bet is real. And the tattoo bet
2: that I'm currently in the, in the midst of, number one, Breach has to draw it, and number two, Brent's is paying for it. And now I have an $80,000 Ryan <laughs> Finley tattoo budget. So I'm actually kind of excited.
3: And I've actually drawn uh, diamond studs that will be on Ryan Finley's face that are going to be <laughs> sewn into Wilson's skin. It will be painful, uh, but you'll be using every part of that budget, I promise.
1: It
2: Wilson. will be worth
1: it. So your so your assertion then, because people ask me about this, they're like, what's the deal? Like, Wilson's not going to get it right. I'm like, I mean, you know, he better, or else this is going to be awkward. So your assertion then is that the the onus is currently on Breach. To
0: produce, Preach
2: has, Preach has to come up with some sketches that I have to approve and, you know, I don't care where he gets it. He doesn't have to can get input from whoever he wants to. He can get an artist to, to draw a tattoo if he wants and submit that and then you have to pay for it and I'll, I i got to do it.
1: Somebody out there that listens to this podcast, maybe it's Doodle or somebody, uh, we need a, um, we need a, uh, we need a, a mock-up of a, uh, of, of a Ryan Finley tattoo for Wilson. Maybe it's just a penny with Ryan Finley's face or something.
2: Somebody get that to us. Yeah. Um, I would, I would de-emphasize the Ryan Finley part of it and emphasize the tattoo part of it. <laughs> like I don't want to, I don't want a lot of Ryan Finley on, on my person. And, what if and, like,
1: like a giant like Ryan Finley, like, like hands clapped, like right, in prayer, yeah, like. Yeah.
3: I think the, the leader in the clubhouse, as far as design wise, we don't have the actual design yet, was Ryan Finley's face on a dime because he was throwing dimes against the Steelers. That way, Wilson can make this crazy excuse because you can't really tell it's Finley because dimes are so small. Uh, and you get like a, a quarter with your sons and, and a 50 cent piece, uh, you know, with your wife's face, you get the whole family and, and Finley can be the dime and you can say it's you. Yeah.
2: That's actually, I think you're going in the right direction, Breach. None of us on this podcast, even included, have a tattoo. So I think, uh, the smaller the Ryan Finley part of it, the better. And I can just work around it into some sort of intricate (laughs) pattern that you have to really be looking for Ryan Finley to find him.
1: Yeah. And we will obviously have some sort of live stream situation,
2: uh, you know, involving Ryan's tattoo process. But once we all get vaccinated, we can all, we can all do it together. We'll make a a road trip out of it. That's
1: right. But if you're itching for fantastic live streaming content or OTT content or on-demand content. In the meantime, may I suggest uh, Paramount Plus? You've probably seen the Journey to Mount Paramount spots featuring Bill Cower, James Corden, Patrick Stewart, Beavis, and Butthead. Yeah, quite a squad. But Paramount Plus is live sports breaking news and a mountain of entertainment. You can go straight from game day to movie night with Paramount Plus stream iconic movies like The Godfather, Indiana Jones, and Mission Impossible, plus new episodes of critically acclaimed original series like Star Trek Picard, The Good Fight, and The Stand. Get this. It's where you can dive into live sports from us at CBS Sports including the NFL, March Madness, the Masters, and Champions Champions League Soccer. Plus, stream hit shows from CBS, Nickelodeon, MTV, BET, Smithsonian Channel, Comedy Central, VH1, and more. Live sports, breaking news, and amount of entertainment. Paramount Plus streaming March 4th. Go get it. I'm pumped for it. I love Paramount Plus.
2: I watch mine every night.
1: I do, too. I watch a lot of it. Uh, and you guys know I'm a big golf fan. It's uh-huh. Nant season, baby.
2: Heard something about that, yeah.
1: Yeah, so um, I, I always fire up uh, downstairs in our main TV. Like, I can't get my HD antenna to work for whatever reason. I don't know why. Uh, so I fire up C- the Paramount Plus and watch the local CBS channel. Think you watch NFL, local March Madness? Oh, yeah. Get Wait it all. All right, let's get to the mailbag. Again, five-star review, future mailbags. We'll get it in there. You leave them, we will answer them. Thank you to everybody who leaves them. You're greatly appreciated. Uh, informative and hilarious NFL podcast. Thank you. Recent – this is from Harris, uh, UK, the Apple podcast. He's over in Great Britain. Recent NFL convert from the UK. When I first started getting into the NFL, this pod really helped me to understand the wider game through their daily discussions on news and the draft as well as the analysis takes. The real joy of this podcast, though, isn't about that. If all you're interested in is nitty gritty detail, this probably isn't the podcast. This is one for you. What makes this my favorite NFL podcast is the group dynamic and the fact it is t- at times side splittingly funny. Ooh, has mm-hmm. that to the back cover of the book. I usually listen to it during lunch due to, due to the time difference and I've often gotten looks when I just burst out laughing. The hosts are great at making fun of each other and the audio drop additions are brilliant. Overall, a great balance between detail and humor. This is also coming from a Raiders fan and I hate the Raiders. So it demonstrates how much I like the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Mailback question. If I may, you always can. Do you all remember Debo's take from the 2020 off season? Oh yeah. I don't remember which episode. Sorry. Where he said he would take Wince over Watson. Oh, he missed oh, those thanks guys Keep up the great work. That was actually the wrong drop, but you get the point. that's the right one I can't hear
2: that was right um,
1: yeah, are you wow, Debo, I forgot about that. That did was like a month that? ago.
2: No, when no. did you say
4: that? Joe? It was
1: like a month ago. No,
4: I said it preseason um but i i we talked about Watson on on a live stream a month ago, and I stand by it no, I'm just kidding um. <laughs> As as detailed on the Wentz emergency podcast, I have been wrong a lot about my favorite team this offseason and this season. I thought Doug Peterson would return as the coach after week 17. I thought Carson Wentz would be the week one starter after Nick Sirianni was hired. Both those things now untrue. The Wentz-Watson thing now (laughs) untrue. I will comment on Deshaun Watson. I am not as high as a lot of other people. He went 2-12 and against teams not named the Jaguars this year. I get it. Not a good situation. Not a good situation. It's very important. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert over Deshaun Watson for the next five years, and Dak Prescott.
2: Sweet mercy. Wait, wait, wait,
4: sorry. say, that, say that again? Debo's lost his mind. That's my list. Next five years. Repeat those names again. Next five years. Because Brenton was talking. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Dak Prescott, which, which says a lot for me. Over to Sean Watson.
2: Yes. There's seven names I counted on that list that need to be behind to Sean Watson.
1: <laughs> I mean. All right, Bristol, let me ask you this. Oh, so the time frame is five years.
2: Do you love Russ Wilson more than Sean Watson for the next five years?
1: I, I mean, I would just take to Sean Watson for five years over Russell Wilson. Okay. I think that Russell Wilson would be playing at a high level in five years, but I wouldn't chance the, like the age, the age situation, I wouldn't take a
2: chance on. 25 to 31, maybe, I think. 31, 32.
1: I mean, I think you could, I would definitely take Watson over Kyler Murray. Like, that's not even close. What about Lamar? I would take Watson over Lamar. I would too. Um, what about so, Steven I mean, Burrow? I think this kind of comes back to the, you're drafting a team. You're starting a franchise. Everyone's a free agent. Um, you know, the team, whoever has the first pick is obviously taking Patrick Mahomes. So who's going second? And I, I mean, for me, it's like you have to be deferential to Lamar. I think in, he's in the mix, but I wouldn't take him second. Um, I think Josh Allen is right there. I think Joe Burrow is right there, but I'm taking Watson second.
4: Oh, and we'll, we'll do a full episode on this during the offseason. Don't you worry. Uh, yeah. For now, I was wrong. I will say that I was wrong.
3: Can I also just add in real quick that I love the fact that this guy, Wrote us a 500 word review from Great Britain just so he could dunk on Debo for a take from August. That is amazing. Oh,
1: up high, down hard. The, the question was
4: just, do you remember this awful take?
1: Uh, <laughs> I, I, and look, let's <laughs> let's give Debo credit. You didn't have to put this at the top of the, the mailbag. <laughs> yeah, you you organized the rundown. You could have
4: you could have buried this one. It's timely. It's timely.
1: Yeah, I mean. And I don't even know that you really believed it, Debo, when you said it at the time.
4: Oh, I, I, I will say trust this, me, I this, believed it. <laughs> I don't say things I don't believe.
1: I, well, I, I just think that you were, I think you were probably fooling yourself a little bit into, wait, was this before this season? This was before yeah. the season. Okay, it wasn't after, it wasn't like a month ago.
4: I'm going to say this, you guys will argue it. I don't think, if you compare their first four seasons, so Wentz is a year ahead of Watson, their first Debo. four seasons are not all that different.
2: So Debo, please. Don't do, don't
4: do was Watson the MVP through 13 weeks?
2: Debo jumped in front of the bus, and then he got back up, stood on the curb, and just jumped in front of the bus. <laughs> uh, was like, you know what,
3: though? Shot, shot
1: Debo... the bus, the double
3: bird, and the bus, like, backed up. I'll be the guy away. who defends Debo right now.
2: Go ahead, Gardner Minshew.
3: <laughs> More wins in 2021. Deshaun Watson or Carson
2: Wentz? Well, let's find out where Deshaun Watson is going to be hey, first.
3: that hey, doesn't matter, Wilson. Why don't you just answer the question instead of uh, coming up with excuses?
2: Andy Dalton, 9-7. and seven. How about that?
3: Well, you made that prediction in October and that one blew up in your face.
2: I was going to say that Andy Dalton prediction is way worse than Debo thinking Carson Wentz look, was going to be. First so
4: four years, Carson Wentz, 32 and 24, Deshaun Watson, 28 and 25.
2: But again, we talked about this on the emergency podcast. The stability of the organizations in question, one was incredibly stable. The other one was a circus.
3: Yes, but Andy Dalton first four years, 40 wins.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Boom. <laughs> Andy Dalton duck.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, it, uh, Carson, I mean, I think, I think, I think there are some similarities in the sense that Deshaun Watson has probably, has at times gotten overhyped, um, and gets, gets excuses made for him, maybe more so than other people. I've never seen anything like what's happening with Deshaun Watson in my life though, in the sense that everybody is on the player side. There isn't, like, maybe. Except,
2: Except for Pete, that's right.
1: Except for Pete Prisco, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, like, there's just, it, you don't ever see this like you, it's it's unheard of in like modern the modern NFL for you know this many people to be all aboard
2: the player side in a dispute of and it, it might have been like sixty forty. Debo could probably better tell us the Eagles management over Carson Wentz over the last three months in terms of his undoing. Um, I have to
1: run really quickly. I'll be right back. Bye. We'll keep it going. Locked. You guys keep going. My wife locked the keys in the house and she's out in the car. One sec.
2: <laughs> we'll keep it going. Locked the keys in the house and she's in the car. How does that work?
1: It's She walked outside without the keys and locked the door when she left. Oh, okay.
3: So she's not. So outside. she's locked out of the house. But the
1: cars, I mean, like, go. She's like,
3: I gotta go. I'm ready. Go.
2: go. <laughs> <laughs> For instance,
3: explaining the situation. And while he's doing that, his wife is like I freezing know. to death outside.
2: You can add that to the list of random excuses you've never heard before. When Brinson I, I believe that one. He had a frantic look and
4: stopped mid-sentence, which he never does. He'll, he'll be the one to interrupt you, but he never stops himself
2: mid-sentence. <laughs> and then he decided to tell us all about it while his wife has bre- breached noted' is out there banging on the door trying to get in the house.
3: And I'm surprised with that $80,000. He hasn't bought a voice-activated lock.
2: Or uh, a butler. Or a butler. Mr.
3: Belvedere. Brinson's not into buttling. Oh, boy. Petty, that what it, but... That's what buttering. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>, but... <laughs> right, let's just, let's go to another question before Brinson even gets back. We can have all the time to talk about Deshaun Watson. I will say, in my mind, it's I, I like him. I'm on his side with all the trade stuff, but I I think slightly overhyped is, is the right way to put it. Fair enough. Maybe no, you guys don't agree. Yeah.
3: Don't let Brinson hear that. You'll start a new discussion. <laughs> Record prediction <laughs> for the you, Chargers, you
4: considering all the coaching changes. This is from Anthony G.
1: Uh, what did, have you guys already given yours? I would say I'm, – I'm like – I want to say 11-5. and five.
2: You know what? Here's the thing. Like I said last week or the week before that they're my sneaky Super Bowl favorite. Like I don't remember – I didn't remember what the odds were. But the question, of course, is Brandon Staley. How is he going to be as a coach? We know he's a good defense coordinator one year with the Rams, yada, yada, yada. But he's incredibly young. Um, but we don't know if that necessarily translates. So I'm going to assume it does. And I, I think – that's right. I think they finished second in the division. They have a lot of things going for them. They went seven and nine with Anthony Lynn blowing so many calls, uh, games at the end because he just mismanaged them that they could very easily have been nine and seven. And I feel like they can get two more wins out of that. They'll be one more, one more year with Justin Herbert. Um, they can draft an offensive lineman or get one in free agency. They can find a tight end and, uh, Durbin James is coming back. So I, I'm going to say I, I like the 10 or 11 wins as well.
3: Uh, I guess I am going to be, I, I was, I thought I was high on the Chargers. I didn't know that I was going to be <laughs> the guy who was down on the Chargers based on my prediction. Uh, I'm going to go nine and seven. I'm not as high as Brinson, uh, Wilson. Sounds like you like 10 wins. I'll go nine and seven and three and three in division. You do that. You find six other wins on your schedule.
2: Uh, I think, um, nine and seven is if Anthony Lynn just does the bare minimum coaching wise and not make, not compound end of game decisions. So I think that Brandon Staley will do that and then maybe squeeze out one we'll more win.
1: Did I see that the Broncos want to trade
2: for Deshaun Watson or was that for Carson Wentz? I think that Deshaun Watson was the report. I don't know who said it or when.
3: It was, would be, I thought it was it, Wentz. No, it was. They didn't want Carson Wentz. They said because oh, okay, they, okay. they were in the Matthew Stafford sweepstakes. And so they're absolutely looking to upgrade a quarterback. I think uh, James Palmer from NFL Network was one of the people who mentioned this that if Wentz is available, the Broncos are going to call, but, like, they're not being progressive about it. They're going to say, you know, if the Texans keep insisting that, that they're not going to trade, Watson, the Broncos are like, okay, whatever, fine, we won't go after him. we'll just keep Drew Locke. Uh But if Wentz ends up on the trading block, the Broncos will be in talks.
1: Okay. Um Yeah, I mean, like, my thing with him is that I'm sort of in on Brandon Staley without, you know, without really any idea why I'm in on him. Mm-hmm. But I, I just think, I mean, I think Justin Herbert. I don't think he's gonna have. I don't think he's gonna have his. You know, he'll probably have some regression. But I think the offense will be more balanced. I think it'll be more effective. I think there'll be smarter in game decision making. I just think, I think Anthony, like Anthony, Lynn's a, you know, great leader. Obviously, a great, you know, great human being. Not sure he's a great in game coach and a great, you know, tactician. So I, to me, the upgrade at coach could possibly propel the Chargers to not losing a bunch of one score games for once in a long time. Mm-hmm. So that would be my working theory on, on that. All right. What's next? Sorry, somebody came back in the house. Uh, Dawson. Oh, no, sorry. Um, Eric Blazel asks, what small market team do you guys feel gets the least coverage by the media? I sometimes laugh at the bare bones info during the one primetime game a year some of these teams get.
2: I think the – Answer's easy. I think it's Breach's hometown, Spaghetti
3: Bowl. No, like, I, I feel like I, I, I would disagree, uh, being either. that I live in Nashville and it's not easy to get Bengals coverage unless I manufacture it myself, uh, which I have been n- known to do. But I think with Joe Burrow and the fact that they went to the playoffs, you know, five times in the past decade, that they've been a little more relevant than some other teams. I would say one of two teams to me: either Jacksonville or Carolina. I think Carolina's the answer. I mean Jacksonville just sucks. But, so they're small market and they're irrelevant.
1: Right, but like why why would anybody be talking about Jacksonville? They had one good season where they made I mean, the Panthers have been to the playoffs a ton under went to the playoffs a ton under Ron Rivera. You know, they hired Matt Rule. They had, so what's I, a,
2: what's the time frame we're talking about here then? Because I mean like the last two years, no one knows you can't other than breaching me, you can't name ten players to play for the Bengals.
3: But I think Burrow brought in the, the spark. And now, now everybody's, well, everybody's talking about him because of Burrow. So since last year, at least. Everybody? Yeah, everybody knows Joe Burrow.
1: I mean, I feel like we're constantly barraged with Bengals talk. But that's going to be we
2: breach. Because you yeah. play the Randy Bullock thing, and we make fun of Zach Taylor. Yeah. But what else do we say about him? Fat
0: Randy!
4: Um What if you did, like, over the past decade, rather than this exact, like, moment in time, like the past year or so, if you did, you know, take a 10-year sample size? I, I think the Colts
1: make a
2: compelling... Argument are the Cardinals oh. in that mix? Arizona. Well,
1: one team
3: I was
2: gonna say I, I was if, looking. I was looking at Arizona.
3: One team I was gonna say that obviously doesn't fit the bill right now is Tampa Bay. Before they signed Tom Brady, they didn't make the playoffs in p- the past ten years. You didn't really talk about him unless you were watching a highlight of Jameis Winston throwing a pick six.
2: Yeah, but uh, you're talking. But that that to me count like the Jacksonville seems less relevant than Tampa Bay because they didn't have someone throwing forty five picks a year. I mean, we what, might about, the, Blake what about Detroit? Matthew Stafford was good. I feel like the Cardinals were sort of out there and you're like, ah, no one cares about the Cardinals. Like before, like the Josh Rosen thing, no one really cared about until they talked about drafting Kyler Murray. Um, who was, I mean, Carson Palmer was there for a while and there was, uh, there was the, the other backup that played for the Browns for a little bit that was a quarterback. There's so many like just transitional quarterbacks. That I feel like they got lost in the mix going from Kurt Warner to where we are now. Kevin they did get
3: to an NFC title game over the past Man. 10 years. Right. Uh, and they lost to the Panthers when they went Super Bowl 50. That
2: was end of Kurt Warner or Carson went- uh, Carson Palmer? Carson Palmer. Oh, okay. So
3: um, I feel like the answer is probably Jacksonville, though. Jacksonville, but it won't be them anymore like, because they're going like, to get a lot of headlines starting now.
2: I think the Titans in terms of, like, we've talked about this before. You talk about super awesome cities where they have a team that no one gives a crap about. Like, Nashville's a top five city. Tennessee is a bottom five in terms of uh, exciting football team. So I mean, the Panthers have,
1: uh, yeah. I mean, so I just think if you look at the the Panthers have won went to the playoffs four times. So what's our time frame here? 2011.
2: Sure, that's when Cam arrived, right?
1: Well, I was just trying to find like a ten, like over the last ten years, what team qualified. That just
2: happened to be Cam's rookie season, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe the. I mean, I don't know. The Panthers
2: got a lot of attention because of Cam, and they went to the playoffs a good amount. Super Bowl, right? What MVP? In 2015, they went to the
1: playoffs. They went the playoffs four times.
2: I'm going to go the Jack- division
1: four times.
2: Yeah, they're they're not in the conversation. I'm going to go Jacksonville, okay. Tennessee, and then Arizona.
1: Well, but but like the question is not like who gets the least coverage. It's like who's undercovered. Oh, like Jacksonville is properly covered relative to their.
2: Oh, well, I
3: thought what, I, the exact question: is what small market team do you guys feel gets the least coverage?
2: Right. Okay, that's what I thought it was. Undercovered. I think that again. That's probably the Titans. Yeah, exactly, I think. But, like, I mean, Jacksonville has one winning
1: season. Well, 2017, they almost went to the Super Bowl.
2: They should have beaten the pa- the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. Here's
1: Here are their win totals since 2011. 5, I mean, like...
2: Can you add that's those ca- up? Yeah, that's called the good Bengals team.
1: What are you talking about? It's not a dunk. They went to the playoffs. <laughs>
3: five times there's local. nothing
2: funnier than, like...
1: Name another quarterback who's been to the playoffs seven of his first eight seasons. <laughs> there isn't one. It's Andy Dalton. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, well, there's a problem, Breach. Uh, yeah, the Steelers. Steelers have only been to
3: the playoffs one more time than the Bengals over I the mean, past ten out years. Get out of here,
1: Breach. I'm this just is, saying that that's
3: such a dumb, like.
2: So th- this is the number of times Andy Dalton's been in the playoffs. That's how many times he's won. And that's how many Super Bowls the Steelers have.
3: That's how many have. Super Bowls the Steelers have in the past ten years.
2: Five is zero. The same amount six.
3: of wins as Andy Dalton has in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean... So we all agree the answer is Jacksonville? Buffalo.
4: Buffalo if, I, Jacksonville. if I were to ask you guys, so...
3: Oh, Buffalo's good.
4: This is a little little trivia. Smallest three TV markets that NFL teams play in, what would you guess? I think the, the bottom one, the- one is yeah. obvious. Yep, Green, Green Bay's Bay. the lowest.
2: I would say Kansas City? No. Buffalo's the small market.
4: Buffalo, yep, that's the second smallest. Oh. Chicago. Chicago.
1: Chicago Chicago's, Chicago's like just the just third kidding. biggest. It's Indianapolis.
4: Third, third
2: one might, might surprise yeah. you a little bit.
4: Not Indy. Andy? Nope.
2: Oh, that's a good guess. Uh, Houston? No, Houston's huge. Houston's huge. huge. No, Houston's huge. <laughs> Jacksonville?
3: Nope. Jacksonville's,
4: Jacksonville's
2: huge.
1: Jacksonville's, Jacksonville's big. Big. the biggest geographical city in the, in the country.
2: Jacksonville's big. Would you big. say Debo now? No. Oh, that's not number three. It's not. I don't think it's Minnesota.
1: Nope.
3: Tampa
2: Bay?
1: Seattle?
4: Oh, Charlotte! You guys, Charlotte! You guys might get to like the the thirtieth team. No,
3: the
4: third smallest. I can't. Third smallest market in terms of
2: TV viewers. Yeah, this is
4: this is TV market. So,
2: oh, Oh, Um, so it could be a situation where it's a big city, but everyone hates the team. No, TV market. No, this is just. It's not like
1: it's not like ratings. It's the market, the available rating.
2: Right. Oh, right, right. Golly, what's number three?
1: Cincinnati? It's not Cincinnati, is
2: it? No. It,
4: it is. Nashville? NFC. Nashville. NFC team. They have won a Super oh, right. Bowl they in the past won. 12 years. Uh Saints? Yep. New Orleans. Oh, wow. I right. would never guess that. They are the 50th biggest TV market. Buffalo's was? 52 and then Green Bay Appleton is 67. Well, I will
3: say that the Saints definitely do not fit the bill as an undercovered, uh, small market team. They're, they might be the most saturated covered small market. Pre- pre-2006,
4: yeah, it's just... Six, that might be the answer.
0: Yeah. Um, do they, uh, they
2: have a hockey team in New Orleans? No. No? So they just have basketball and football? They is have that
3: the pelicans. I love Pelicans. Like the birds, not the team. Oh, we know.
2: So yeah, there's a two team town. I guess LSU sort of counts as a team for them. I don't know how far Baton Rouge is, but I can't imagine Tulane, Tulane's getting a lot of pull over LSU. But anyway, yeah, interesting. Very interesting, Debo. Now, that's a fun fact, Rich. That's how you do it. That was a horrible C- Cincinnati's <laughs> the 37th overall
4: market, and teams below them, you know, Vegas is is 39, Jacksonville's 41. So those are a couple teams below Cincinnati in terms of TV markets.
3: That was fun trivia, Ryan. Fun trivia. All TV right, stumped us.
4: I can't believe all three of us couldn't get it. That's embarrassing.
2: Saints. I mean, you think of New Orleans, though. You don't think of like a quote unquote small market. For the record, yeah, you Chicago, think of like as a small. market.
4: Brinson's guess of Chicago, number three. Houston, number <laughs> was, eight. Was, I, I know. The Chicago thing was clearly too right? okay. Wait, what?
2: What was Jacksonville?
3: Because Brinson's trying to tell you that it's forty-one. Oh, so where at, as far as small, that's uh, NFL terms. That's a small fourth, market, right? Fourth smallest. Fourth smallest. It's huge. Just the greatest geographical area in the country,
2: Breach! (laughs) Well,
1: it is. (laughs) Yeah. I guess
3: we can both be right. Geographical, the land size is is, large, but the people size is not. Well, yeah, it's in the south. It's all spread out.
1: All right, let's move along. My God. Next. Which team, if any, I guess we can say no. This is from Dawson AH. Which team, if any, would you love to see be relocated? Uh, I'll start things off. Obviously the Bengals. (laughs) You
2: turn turn it off. All right. If you relocate the Bengals, where are you relocating them? Yeah. I think we've got this question. Where are you putting them? In Pittsburgh? What did we say? We talked about this. This was an old mailbag. Yeah. What do, you know what I'm putting
1: them? I'm putting them in Nashville because then what? Because Breach has had everywhere he goes, the team, That he lives, the team that is in the place he lives ends up moving, so he would have it would be the ultimate hellscape. He would think the Bengals were coming to him, but then he would scare them away, and he'd be forced to watch the Bengals lose every day.
3: Well, I think we were asked to rank the last time we the rank the likelihood of certain teams moving, and I mentioned the Bengals uh, on a serious note because their lease expires in twenty twenty six, which is now only. Six, five years away. My God, it's 2021. So you're talking about five years away. And then, you know, will the Bengals ask for another new stadium or will they sign a new lease? You don't know what's going to happen. So there is, uh it's a little murky there. And that's only five years away. And then the Bills, you know, they're successful now. So I think Buffalo is going to fight hard to keep them. But I think their stadium lease only goes through 2023. And, you know, they either want that stadium to be heavily updated or get a new stadium. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. And then, obviously, I think number one is Jacksonville.
1: I think number one has to be Jacksonville. And like I know that Jacksonville fans don't like hearing that, and it's tough, and they hate Jason Lock and Ford in Jacksonville because he's always talking about them going to London. <laughs> and and maybe it changes with Urban Meyer and, and Trevor Lawrence in town. You know, like you don't you don't draft Trevor Lawrence and move him to London. I don't think,
3: right? right? Man, or now about... you have the biggest star, so you take him to London.
2: Right? Exactly. It's all about. The money. Yeah, I mean, the I the guess money. so. That would be a dagger for old Trevor Lawrence. So. I'm you're trying like, to think...
1: dodge the Jets. <laughs> I'm going to London.
2: Like, I don't even know. Like, I think Jacksonville obviously makes sense. I don't. The Bengals aren't moving. Um But where would you go? Like, if you're relocating, you see, I'm looking for NFL's... San Diego. Well, we talked. That's one of the things we talked about in the last mailbag, or one of the previous mailbags we talked about Raleigh. spots.
4: Let me not waste this TV market list that I have pulled up. What do you think? San the Antonio, biggest Portland. What do you think the biggest city is that doesn't have an NFL team?
3: Can I just name one?
2: San Antonio. Nope. St. Louis. Um, St. Louis. Nope. Oh, that's a good one. Portland.
4: Portland's close. All close your, all, all, all your, close? no, they're all your guesses that are wrong so far. Portland and St. Louis. Port,
1: are, S- Port Smith. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. Orlando. Yes. Uh, that's a good oh,
4: one.
1: Wilson. Nice job. But you can't we have another Florida right.
2: team You can't, can't go Tampa, from Jacksonville, Jacksonville to Orlando. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. <laughs>
1: that would be fun.
3: And oh, you can have south. it
2: right, have go it right to... in the middle of Disney World.
3: That would be hilarious if Jacksonville was like, we have a big relocation announcement. And they're like, we're going to Orlando. <laughs> yeah.
2: We're going to Georgia.
3: Um, yeah, about, I mean, I What guess... about,
2: uh, what about Vancouver? Is that too close to Seattle to have a team?
3: Probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah, remember these teams are like, you know, Jerry Jones was fine with Houston coming aboard, but mainly because he knew that the Texans wouldn't supplant. You know what the team Cowboys. should move
3: that we didn't mention? The Chargers.
1: Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah.
3: You don't need it, two teams in Los Angeles. Like it doesn't make any really sense. And uh, if you're the Chargers, move to London. Move to San Diego. I heard it's nice there. <laughs> move to San, move to San, San Diego.
2: Diego. That's right. Move to. I mean, yeah, I, that's that's a good call. The, the Chargers about, make a lot of uh, sense. God, I don't, like, I don't know, like, there is no great landing spot. I don't, are there NFL cities that are being, being mentioned as possible? New? I think
3: San Antonio came up, Um
2: It's too hot, like, I, I don't know. They have already have, how many, two teams there? Three teams? How many teams do they have there?
3: In Texas? Two. Houston and Cowboys.
2: Toronto? Like, like St. Louis didn't work out. Toronto, I don't hate, but the only issue is, well, it's fine. I guess you can play indoors. I mean, that's not the end of the world. Sacramento? Mm-hmm. Mexico City, yeah, Sacramento's too close to Sacramento screws up a basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> would you say though before that, Rensen? Mexico. I'm trying to have think. Mexico. Mexico. City? See, I
3: feel like if you go international, Canada would be fine. But if you go one in Mexico City, that gets dicey. If some, you know, we're in a pandemic, so I feel like that would yeah. be the where you're like, that would be how you talk yourself out of going. What about
2: Albuquerque, New Mexico? We don't have any New Mexico teams.
3: Uh, what about Santa Fe, New Mexico? What about Idaho? Fine. We have no one in Idaho.
2: You're how about, a bit? How, about uh, how about Memphis?
1: Ooh, Yeah, that's two teams in Tennessee. Yeah, but, but Tennessee's here. like didn't. So
3: Nashville, Nashville. The Titans played in Memphis. They're on the other side, yeah. The Titans played in Memphis. Nashville or Memphis? Nashville's in the middle of the state. Memphis it's is Knoxville, in the Nashville, Nashville,
1: Memphis. Right. Memphis is
3: in the southwest corner of the state.
1: Yeah, like it doesn't. It doesn't really like.
3: It's like three hours away. It's not that close, but
2: I'd rather have it in Albuquerque.
3: What about Salt Lake City?
2: I don't mind that, but I was just I saw that and I was wondering like how is could they get people going to the games is my only question. Same for Albuquerque for all that matter.
3: Well if the pandemic never ends, you don't have to worry about that.
2: But I mean, is there a do people like watching I mean BYU is a thing, but I don't know if people go to BYU games. I'm certain no one goes to the University of or Mexico New Mexico games.
1: Portland yeah. is one that gets thrown out all the time, but like
2: Are all those hippies going to football games? <laughs> Um, and also,
3: it's kind of close to Seattle. I think that would be the one drawback there. It's a little bit. I think it's, it's like three
2: under, three hours away. I think Maybe the NFL is that, probably that's
3: like Nashville, Memphis.
2: No, no, it might be like eight hundred miles away. I think we had this
1: conversation. No, it's it's about three hours. If the NFL expands, let's say they added two teams, they're definitely going international with them. And I know that this would be way down the road. I agree, Breach. I think the pandemic thing. If the NFL had grand ideas of international expansion, those have probably been kicked down the road.
2: Um, you know, a, a bit. Because of, of the pandemic. Yeah, you're right, Breach. I think San Francisco is really far away from... from uh,
3: what about Honolulu?
2: Yeah, I mean, would you rather... Here's here's what Roger Goodell's going to say. Are we making more money in London or in Honolulu?
3: But are the players going to sign with the team in London or in Honolulu? I don't know. I'm, I'm taking a discount on Honolulu. I'll tell you that Absolutely. right now. I'll take my three-year league minimum deal and live in Honolulu for three years.
1: All right, uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, a few more mailbag questions.
5: Selling a little... Or a lot. Nick
1: Carberry asked, how is that football fan league or whatever it's called going to fare with XFL, arena football, AAF all failing?
2: To XFLs. Honest, I don't know what the football fan league is. What is this? Fan controlled football. It's
4: the one that Johnny Manziel debuted in the other night. Hey. It is lunch. where the
3: fans call the plays.
2: How does that? Um, so what do you like vote on your phone or something?
3: Uh, they so. make the roster decisions. I'm not sure if they call the plays in the game. It says real uh,
4: fans pick real players and call the plays in real time. That's their, their slogan. Okay. Yep.
3: Oh, here it is on Twitch and then the fan controlled football app. You'll see run or pass when your team is on offense. Pick one and you'll see four diagram play options. Lock in your favorite, get notified which play won the vote and watch the play unfold on the field in real time.
2: So wait, are there like four, terrible min- idea. Are there four minute shot clocks? Because this has to happen pretty quickly. You can't have 35 seconds to get the play in and you're waiting for your iPad to update. Presumably they'd be doing it like a play ahead of time or something.
3: Uh, you know what, though? I don't – like, obviously, you're not competing with the NFL here. You are a, a giant social experiment. Yeah. I don't hate this idea because, like, when you go to, uh, you know, an XFL game or an AFL, what is distinguishing that from NFL football? So it feels like you're watching – unless you make a bunch of different rule changes like the XFL, it just feels like you're watching a lower level of football. So with this, you're acknowledging that, and you're also saying, you know what, let's, let's keep the fans involved – by letting them call the plays and that keeps you paying attention to the whole thing because you want to see how the play turns out.
2: A little bit of how the NFL figured out five or six or seven years ago that the draft in person isn't about the media. It's about the fans. So you make it as exciting as you can for the fans. You make it a week long event. Uh, you put the media as far back as possible in the room so they, cause no one cares about them. And I think that that breach is right because, uh, this is more of a, an inconvenience for the players. In order to keep the fans interested. So the players have to understand <laughs> that they're like the second fiddle, whereas the fans are the ones that get to decide what's going to happen because, uh, like why else, why else are you doing it? Cause we've seen XFL not work, arena not work, AF quit in the middle of the season. So I, I guess I'm fine with it. I just haven't seen any of it. Did anyone watch Johnny Manziel do his thing?
4: No. Nah. He did say win or lose, we booze on the Zappers, which sounds like, I feel like Bruce Arians (laughs) may have. That's the
3: Johnny, that's the Manziel you want though. You know, if you say that after an NFL game, you get fined 15 grand and they like lock your booze in a refrigerator so you can't touch it for a month. You want Johnny Manziel saying that kind of stuff. That's the Manziel. You need him on that that, wall. That's actually
1: the pick six podcast slogan. (laughs) Win or lose, win or lose, we booze. Um, yeah. How's it going to do though? Uh, it's probably going to not work. It's, it's not owned by CBS or anything, right? <laughs> like, remember when we had, remember when we had to prop up the AAF for a while? Um, just not kidding. You. The, um, we had to, I mean, it's on CBS. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't think it'll work out. And let's, let's be fair. The XFL was probably working. It was the actually, It was sort of exciting. It got, it got hammered by the pandemic and cause the XFL did it right because they partnered with DraftKings. And so like, there's no other football, on, but you could do. Daily fantasy for the XFL. It was fun. Like, it, you know, it was, I mean, it was, you know, there were enough court, like it was easy, you know, there were breakdowns of it. So I, yeah. I think, um, a little unfair to XFL. They got, they well, got we saw success by.
4: stories this year. We saw success stories make it to the NFL. And
3: Walker, the, Walker rock, the rock owns XFL.
4: Yeah. That part's weird. Uh, okay.
1: Moving along. Moving along. Tom Ton de Guzman says super friends. What was the last thing you did for your first time? did the last, first, thing, you did for the last the first thing you did for the first time.
2: Yeah, I don't know how to think about that. Like uh do you have an what, what Debo you go first. I apologized to my wife yesterday.
1: Does that count?
2: That was not
3: that definitely counts. Hundred <laughs> percent chance kidding. that was the first time ever.
1: I'm just kidding.
4: I'm just kidding. I, I did, did think you? about this. Um, Ryan, I explained it a little bit to you before. I had iced coffee for the first time. That oh. was tremendous. What? I feel like Nick Van Exel. I don't know if you guys saw like the the basketball player cl- clearly uh tried. Yeah, his his whole Twitter account's about iced coffee. He cl- tried it. iced coffee for like the first time last year, and he was like pissed at people. He was like,
2: "How did you guys not tell me about this before?" Yeah, yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I would love to drink coffee for the first time again. I love coffee. Well, so iced much. coffee. I like I I like regular hot coffee better than iced coffee. I but, do too, um,
1: but an iced coffee on like a hot day is oh man, you're tired. You go by. You buy the box and you pick up a, a, an iced coffee. Oh, yeah. If it's a hot
2: day, I'm pulling a Johnny Manziel. I'm just cracking open a beer. I'm not trying to have an iced co- coffee. I can't. Iced coffee's it. delicious. I can't do it. you mean, like at two a o'clock
1: long. on a hot day. You're tired. You're dragging a little bit. You're just cracking a beer.
2: Yeah. And then I'm taking a nap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lean into it.
3: Right. What's the
2: last thing you did for the first time? God, what was it? What's yours, Breach? Uh, diaper, mine, finally
3: mine is a hundred percent changing a diaper. I went my whole life without changing a diaper. If I saw a baby or even smelled anything that remotely smelled like a poop, I got as far away from that baby as possible. I have a bunch of nieces and nephews, and then finally, when you have a baby of your own, there's no more avoiding it. There's I try to talk it. my wife into changing all the diapers. You know, you do that trade off. Like, hey, I'll feed the baby every morning if you change all the diapers. It doesn't wait, work. Did that
2: trade off? Did you really try to get out? Oh, of yeah,
3: we
1: like, did you offer? Like, did you offer the 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 Texans Carson Wentz for Deshaun Watson too? Like, what do you? you gotta think?
4: <laughs> got to think about
2: it. Got to think about it. Hold on. Breach, did you really try to get that change in your, your doctors? No, your I, didn't. I knew.
3: I, I knew. I mentally prepared for the oh, fact okay. that I was gonna have to see a lot of baby poop, Uh and I have seen a lot of baby poop. The thing pandemic.
2: is, you actually, you're like, it's just like it's poop. It's on my hand. Whatever. <laughs> what are you gonna do?
3: Yeah, um, used to it. <laughs>
2: you don't. Yeah, you do. <laughs> no, you, you do.
3: You get used to yeah, it. Yeah. And okay. Was, like, like, like poop.
1: Poop doesn't like affect me. It, like <laughs> poop is poop is like <laughs> out the door as something that like remotely bothers me.
2: Like uh, I don't I mean, know like, what the. Last thing is that I did for the first time though.
1: I mean, I would say like, it's gotta be something for me. I don't know how to f- f-
2: couch this the best, but like something with school, you know? Oh, I know. Oh, I know what I did. I called my congressman.
1: What? Oh,
2: did you to Cancun? And my congressman, <laughs> my, my U.S. rep, and he is a, a, a different party than I'm in, and I called him to support him. Good job, Wilson. How about you, that? You called the congressman like, hey man. Love you, buddy. Great no, job. Yeah, you, you, know, you have numbers. You, you know you that, right? You can call your congressperson. And usually, a, a staff will pick up, or you get the message. You yeah, but
1: like out. usually you call to like at like tell them to do something. You don't call and be like, "I really I, appreciate the job you're doing."
2: Do you want to hear the details? Is that yes? A, did, I'd love to. Is that okay? Are we allowed to talk about it, Debo, or not?
1: What? Yeah, yeah, you can go
4: for it.
3: Mailbag.
2: Yeah, Debor is just gonna bleep it out for like five minutes. So tell us. Here's what, the thing. What. He 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 did something that I. I typically don't agree with the, his policy decisions, which is fine. That's how politics works. You don't have to agree with the person. Um, but he did something that wasn't policy-related. He took uh a, 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 on a voting matter, and I was like, oh. And I saw he So he voted for impeachment. Oh. And um, we live in a pretty – we live in like a, a moderate area, but a lot of supporters of, of the party that uh, I'm not a member of. And he got a ton of pushback, and I read something in the local paper today that said uh, 40 people of that party met to to kick him out.
1: So I was like, yeah, I'll give him a call and support him. And they were them. coming after my boy, um oh God, what's his name, from Winston, uh, Burr, Richard Burr, because he voted for impeachment, too. That was like a pretty shocking twist, because so, Burr is a, I think, I mean, I think he was probably just doing it to be like, remember that
2: whole stock thing at the beginning the pandemic? Forget <laughs> that. Forget that. But anyway, so yeah, I gave him a call. I'd never done that. I'd never called any politician, whether I agree with him or not. But Wait, said, how does hey. that,
3: do you just leave a message or they have like a secretary who answers? Usually, how does that work?
2: It was weird. Uh, some young fella answered and I- I'm sure he began yelling. Some all young
1: fellow <laughs> I <It's
3: laughs>
2: a young sapper, I'm sure. I'm sure yes, he was.
1: Been... Nice young man. <laughs> young fella answered. And... I'm
2: sure he'd be getting earful all day from Howdy angry, ho, buddy. angry folks. And I was like, Hey man, how you doing? <laughs> I just said, uh, tell your boss that, uh, yeah, I'm glad he did the right thing there. Yeah. I bet I bet I actually bet that they appreciated that. He seemed relieved not to be getting uh, yelled at for thirty five seconds.
3: I would say Brenson's is Steva's holding his
1: nearly 100000 dollars Uh I was thinking about doing that, but I figured that would be sort of uh played. I'll say this. Uh I the first probably I bought a um I bought a top shot card.
2: Again, I don't know what that is. You mentioned that earlier.
1: It's so they are You'll, you'll be disgusted with them, but they're,
2: ver- <laughs> they
3: cost $80,000. That's why we don't know. Wilson <laughs> break it down in like
4: uh early nineties terms, Brinson, like if these players were available, Ryan will understand it in, in that framework. That's, there a, that's go.
1: a great call. So, you know, like you would buy like my basketball cards and baseball cards back in the day. Amen, brother. Right. Like I got a whole pile of them up here that my mom was like, get these out of the house. Well now top shot. It's this company that partnered with the NBA and they licensed, They got NBA licensing for highlights, and so you can purchase a highlight of a player. Now, the reason people think this is stupid is because the highlights are available for free anywhere. But the pushback would be, yeah, but like so are the photos of baseball cards. You know, like, like, yeah. So you collect the card. It's an electronic.
2: Okay.
1: It's an electronic, uh, moving basketball, baseball, basketball card, and you own a.
3: You own Can a you profit moment. off this. Does the value and a highlight go up?
1: They are. It is like so. Today we recorded this on Thursday. They are going through the effing roof right now. Is it? It's the bit,
2: out of control. Is it the Bitcoin of of travel? Uh, is bit the Bitcoin of baseball cards?
1: That basketball <laughs> card is basketball only. They're going to UFC next. So, um,
2: wait. Let me ask you something though. Sure. As, as an old person who doesn't understand these things, why wouldn't I just go to YouTube to watch a highlight of? Michael Jordan or whatever the, the thing is you own.
1: Sure. Yeah. That's a, it's, you're not doing it. Like the highlights are like, some of the highlights are stupid. It's like, cool. let up or like, you know, but like they're good. Like most of them are good highlights. Um, what the, so it, I don't know if you realize this, but like the car, the, uh, sports card and card, like hobby collectibles have,
2: have you, you told us this back on the live. X- exploded but they've only exploded if i recall correctly from your conversation the recent cards like my pete rose card is still worth doo-doo
1: pete rose maybe worth something but like frank thomas rookie card worth nothing because there's so many of them
2: that's insane
1: ken griffey rookie cards you think would be worth a billion but it's like only specific ones are really worth anything i found like i had like the 91 hoops nba hoops set right and like a michael jordan gold all-star card i was like oh i'm rich i'm rich Mm-hmm. like $14. Um, I need a but here's like, here's the crazy thing. I saw Darren Revelle okay. tweeted this out. Hold I on. may go. have
2: thrown some of these away last. Hold week. Hold on one second. Don Maddenly rookie card. I have that probably worth something. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. It's, it,
1: it, it's stuff. That's like before 1990, it's like 91 through like nine, like 98 is like mm-hmm. worthless.
2: Oh, I'm 80. I'm 82 80. Yeah. Through so you're 90. old. Yeah. You
1: might have stuff that's like worth a ton. Cause so, they started
4: overprinting, right? They just, they just
2: did an uh, overprint. The original right?
1: boom, which happened in the late eighties, you know, like they, they were popular in the seventies, obviously, but then like the boom soared up in the late eighties. That's right. Nineties as they start packaging them and sending them out. You used like, to go
2: to flea markets in North Carolina to trade baseball cards with like the, the oh, pro, yeah. pro guys.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and like we'd go to the pawn shop with my allowance every week and I'd buy baseball cards. <laughs> I never went to the pawn shop. Well, it was just like a high point. It's just a, uh,
2: it's like right, coins right. and stuff. You go it's a it's a highbrow pawn shop. So you no, were raising no, no, no.
3: cows and going to pawn shops when you were a child. <laughs> Is that correct? And that co- right. I
1: had a huge comic book collection too. Um, Never got any comics. At any rate, like I saw Darren Ravel tweet this out, and I, I almost threw up because I'm pretty sure I threw some away. Mm. Garbage pale kid cards. You did that? No, I love was just,
3: garbage like, pale kids.
1: We just had like I've got like hockey cards here. I don't even watch hockey, but like I like I don't know how we ended up. These Garbage Pail Kid cards sold for, like, 30 grand. I mean. That so is you're insane. saying
3: we should have kept all of them?
1: Yeah, should have kept everything. I am I fine. had so
3: many. I remember Nancy, Nick, Adam, Bomb.
2: Wait, you didn't have Garbage Pail Kids.
3: I had uh, so many Garbage Pail Kid cards.
2: This is what happens when you don't have any friends is all I'm saying. What? Um, yeah,
3: you know what? You know who my friends were? The Garbage Pail Kids, Ryan.
2: What and time frame is it?
4: this, Breach? This is, uh, I think a little before me, cause I don't know I this. I think it's
2: 2000 to 2005, I had to guess for brief. <laughs> the <laughs> college years.
4: He's not answering. <laughs> like early nineties?
3: Yeah, I think that was early nineties.
4: Yeah, don't read history.
1: Okay, so. Sure. I, now I paid, um, a substantial sum for this, but I did it because. For
2: what? A video?
1: Yeah, but it is Kevin Durant's. First points with the
2: uh, with the Brooklyn Nets. So uh, when did you buy it? Yesterday. Oh, okay. So you don't know if you made money yet. How long do you have to wait to find out if you make money on this thing?
1: (laughs) The current the the cheapest one currently is four hundred dollars. And so, all right, so they're serial numbers of this one. So, like, this is the difference too, is that with the with baseball cards, you didn't know. I mean, like, you had no idea how many of these top sets were printed. Right.
2: But I can go on YouTube and watch your video clip for free.
1: Yeah. But it's not it's it's not about that. It's like it's it's a mar- just think of it as like a marketplace. Like this is not like a I like
2: I wanted to have Kevin Durant's first points. But my point is that if I'm debating whether to buy Kevin Durant's first points. Why, why wouldn't I just invest my money in something that has four percent return and go watch it on, on YouTube?
1: Well, OK, this is going to return way more than four percent. If the market continues in its current pace. That's what I'm saying. Think, Is it though?
2: Yeah.
4: Think about it as like a currency, Ryan. Like if, if Kevin Durant scores 50 points, we're recording this on Thursday uh, against the Lakers, that, that's going to skyrocket and Will could decide to sell it tonight or he could hold on to it thinking that it'll return future value. Like it's, it seems silly in concept, but they just, you, you own this moment and it's a online currency pretty much. Brenton, what's, what's your serial number?
1: Um, my serial number for my Durant. And, and, and actually, what's interesting about this too is it's on blockchain. So it's all publicly available. Like you can see who owns every one of the series. Like it's not, you know, so what, my. What's
3: the number? Give me the number.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my, I'm looking for it right now. Slow down. I have.
2: Now, our boss,
1: EK, is. Big into top shots,
2: right? I now. see a tweet. I didn't
1: know what he's talking about. You know, they also have packs on the site, so they do these drops. Now it's like you have to get in this line, and there were fifty thousand people waiting in the line to get them. And a pack is fourteen dollars, and you get five cards. So All like right. you could open up and get one of those Durant's in theory, or like a LeBron. And it's worth a ton. So like you can still do it the same old way, right? Waiting, you don't have waiting to
2: for, waiting for the. So number. when we look back
1: in
3: ten years on the craziest things that happened with people sitting at home during the pandemic, this is gonna rank like top three, right?
2: Let me ask you this. this. I don't think it's like top five. He was betting on my Kevin Durant marbles.
1: number. And, and the lower this, there are 7,500 of these Kevin Durants. The lower I mean, than. Seems like a lot. Eh, I mean, I don't think 7,500 is that much. Go ahead. They're the really small. There's like some, they're like 250 prints of them or like 250 serials of them. And those are like crazy expensive. Uh, I am number 510 of 7,500.
2: 7, so if you double your money, will you get out or will you hang on to it? Uh, let's, so, all right. So currently
1: mine's not, I don't have anything up for sale because I don't want to, like, there's these people who have put this, had this stuff up for sale. And then this, so like, um, they talked about it on, there's an interview. There's, they talked about it. Like Barstool wrote about it. There's an interview with Pablo Torre on ESPN daily about it. And like the last 24 hours, there's been a ton of press. And so the marketplace has gotten flooded. There's been a big spike. Um, and, and so like these, a bunch of people who had cards for sale but like we're trying to get them off, but they couldn't get them to delist, woke up and they'd been sold for a number that they did not want to sell it for. Now, the Durant, the closest one to my serial number. So let's see, 5, oh my God, 515. I have 510. 515 is up for sale for $5,115. I would sell mine at that number. But
3: 503 is up for sale for 995.
1: I wouldn't be opposed to selling for that number.
2: I did not pay that much for it. Would you be, how bad would you feel if it went to zero? Uh,
4: it probably I mean, wouldn't though, right? Like there's no chance that goes to,
2: I don't think it would,
1: I don't think the market would, I mean, the, the NBA is in on this. Like that's the other thing. This is not like a mysterious third party is like finagling highlights and it could get shut down at any moment. I mean, this, this isn't GameStop, right? Like I, I think. I mean, if, if it went to zero, I'd be pretty pissed off, but I wouldn't be.
2: Are yeah. you doing this for fun? Are you doing this like as you would invest in stocks to make money?
1: Um, yes. Both? <laughs> or, well, like, I, find, I find like stocks. I mean, like, I mean, like I find like trading stocks fun.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it's, you it's, it. it's,
1: I would say it's for the exact same reasons, except it's like, this highlight is really cool. Like it's, this, like Kevin Durant squaring up and just burying a three on the Warriors.
2: But my point is that this isn't for retirement purposes. This is just for, uh, no, but I mean, like if I hit a, if I cash into it, then it's like gambling.
4: Some people are going that route though, Ryan. Like, I will correct me. I, I feel like the top card has been like 50k. I don't know if that's been surpassed. But I think it
3: like, has, 75k. Is, I understand. Wanting to own a baseball card more than, like, if you buy the Onus Wagner card that, the one that's worth millions, you have a tangible thing, like, one of the oldest, best conditioned baseball cards left in history. And mm-hmm. you have something that you can put on display. You have something that you can hold. And with this, you're buying a highlight that you can get on YouTube for free. Uh, yeah,
1: I'm sure it makes, it, it's kind of weird like that. But I think, I mean,
4: like Debo, do you find this weird at all? Conceptually, like the way these guys are putting it, yes. Like if, <laughs> if I were to have something in my house or on display, like I'm I'm opting for the the tangible item. But I get it in the sense of, of trading and the moments. Like you just got to tell Ryan, like, hey, you can buy this Sean Kemp dunk over Alton Lister, and he and he's in.
1: Mm.
5: Yeah, yeah, I mean, like
1: it's. I think that that is kind of so. A buddy, I was talking to a buddy of mine about this, and he's uh, my buddy, Blaine's. Like, not he's not like old school, but he just doesn't like, like, he, I mean, I, I sort of he he finds the whole thing offensive because he thinks it is essentially like just crapping on the long decades long tradition of collecting baseball cards. In, you know, like when we were collecting cards as a kid, I mean, you wanted to get the best cards and you protected right. the best cards. And you wanted those serial numbers. You wanted rare cards. You wanted rookies. You wanted all of that. So like, all of that is still the same, but it just felt like you know, you I wasn't like gobbling up, uh, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. rookie cards to retire on as a kid. You know, like that's that's I yeah. guess the difference. Like you wanted so you like, were
2: ten versus thirty eight.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like ten year olds now, I guess are doing this too. I don't. <laughs> this is <laughs> just the
4: know. the evolution of something that's that's yeah. been around for a long time. It's just the evolution of it. So
1: like, I would say that. I mean, and maybe this is like. I think this would be really cool for the NFL too. I mean, like, I, I think, I think it might be a little more applicable for me. For me, I, I was immediately was like, oh my god, I want, I want like golf versions of this, like just sicko golf shots, like Tiger Woods's chip at the Masters where the Nike ball hangs, like that. I mean, if you, I mean, you wouldn't want to pay ten thousand dollars for it, but I think it would be cool to have that. Now, to Breacher's point, it's, it doesn't hang, you know, it's on my laptop. And it's I don't even own it. It's on like h- Top Shot site, right? Like, so like that's that
3: different. If if say every time your highlight ran on Sports Center, you made like five bucks because you owned the highlight. It's that like would a, be different. Then it's people like, would be all about it.
2: It's like Michael Jackson owning the Beatles catalog, as opposed to you just uh, paying someone like you owning a star in the sky that those people sell. And I understand you can trade and all that, but I, I'm sort of old school with. Right, well, that. you
1: can scroll down and look at the sales. So this Kevin Durant. Um, has since so we're recording this at three fifteen p.m. I think the marketplace might actually be down. It sold uh from eleven ten a.m. to twelve forty three p.m. Yeah, Four, it's a fourteen different ser- fourteen different ones sold.
2: But that doesn't mean anything to me. I mean, that's... well, the
1: cheapest the cheapest one that sold was uh three seventy five, and the most expensive one was seven seventy seven, and these were all. Somebody bought, uh, 454 for 777. I mean, it's it, like, it's hard to like conceptually get behind. I think it's, a, I think it's a little bit like Bitcoin in the sense that you're like, what, what do you mean it's, it's an
2: alternate form of money? That's insane. Let me ask you this. What does your dad think of it? Cause he's an old school investor.
1: I mean, my, Bitcoin or this? This. I haven't even talked to my dad about uh, this. <laughs> this is so, I haven't even seen my dad since I got into it. Like, I mean, yeah, he thought like the GameStop stuff. I mean, I talked about, you know, the GameStop stuff. I, I don't know. Like, there's a chance this is a fad. There's also a chance that that Top Shot is going in five years, and it's the new NBA collectible. And if you have season one or season two highlights, that they're worth an obscene amount of money, and you can sell them.
2: Okay. Well, I wish you all the luck. Okay. I mean, obviously, you won't be getting in on it. No, I know. Debo, what do you own? You seem like you're on
0: board.
4: No, with it. I'm I'm not in yet. I want to educate myself a little bit more on it. I, I know I'm I'm wasting time and, and missing out, like Will said, because it's it's skyrocketing. But I'm trying to listen to podcasts and watch YouTube videos before I, I dive in, do my due diligence to find out about it. Yeah,
1: there's a really good article on um uh, uh Jonathan Bales. No, 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 no. Jonathan Bales, <laughs> who's like one of the uh, fantasy yeah. labs founders. Um, he. His, it's Google Lucky Maverick Substack is his email um thing. But he's like the title of it is This Is Why I Bought a Thirty Five Thousand Dollar Morant Highlight. He and a couple other guys went in and bought the Job Morant Highlight and I mean I think it's valued at like a hundred and fifty thousand now or something like that.
2: I just want to announce that me and Breach are starting something called Medium Shot where we're gonna sell highlights off to of YouTube. And at half of, the price of
3: field goals. Of field goals. <laughs>
2: at half the price. Although Randy Bullocks are uh off the market right now, you they're on, No, them.
3: they'll be on sale. They'll be uh seventy-five percent off. I mean,
4: wait till they put they make available a Jim Breach field goal from the Super Bowl. How much that goes for?
2: How much Breach pays for that one?
4: I'll buy them all,
3: so yeah. that won't be an option for anyone. <laughs> Can
2: you imagine Breach calling his dad, saying, "Hey, I bought a bunch of videos of you kicking field goals." He's <laughs> like, "I'm I'm literally right here, you moron." <laughs> I I mean I will say this: if I don't win that,
1: if I don't hit that DFS tournament, there's I'm not. I'm not in on this. And, ladies and gentlemen, this is why you
3: don't want to win in DFS.
2: Wait a second. What do you mean you're not in on it? He's not he said he would have the money buying... to
3: buy this card if he had not won DFS.
2: Oh, oh! I thought you were waiting on another tournament to come through. And then if it doesn't
1: come through. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I wouldn't have – I would you not have outlaid that exactly. money this is, for –
2: This is your um stimulus check. And you're like, yeah, let me see what I'm going to do with it.
1: Well, but see, that's the other thing that's really interesting about stuff like the hot, Top Shot and – Robin hood and all that is that and medium shot and, and me, medium shot, right. The burgeoning medium shot empire is that these stimulus checks are going to every American. There's a large purse portion of Americans like D, like Debo, Like what'd you do with your stimulus check?
4: Uh, savings.
1: Okay. Well, you're a D- rational D- person, but, but D- like D- a, a lot of, but a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people your age, are like, all right. I got a STEMI check. I'm gonna play some ball nine poker, or I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna invest in GameStop, or I'm going to, you know, play DFS, or buy Bitcoin, or buy a top shot. I mean, that's Breach, breach bought diapers.
3: Yeah, uh, diapers are expensive. But they you are.
1: get what I'm saying, right? Like, these, no, I understand. Yeah, these stimulus checks are are you know perhaps not stimulating local businesses
3: financially. No. Maybe <laughs> diapers could be the next top shot.
2: Yeah, there you go.
3: There's different types of diapers like Huggies, uh Kirkland brand from Costco. You trade and whoever gets the most comfortable diapers, and those could be worth more. I'm <laughs>
1: onto something here, guys.
3: Um, I think
4: that's a good segue, diapers, into our next question, right, Breach? <laughs> sure. You uh, remember. That was a
1: great question. The last thing you did for the first time. Sorry, I got off the rails in the top shot. Sure did. Hopefully people There's who are...
3: five people still listening. <laughs> and and they all want to buy a top shot.
1: Go buy my Durant. Victor Garcia says, I love the mailbag Super Friends episodes. Question for the whole crew. Can you tell me the most, oh God, can you tell me the most embarrassing or funny moment you each guy, each of you guys have remembered of each other? Also include Debo. Thank you guys and cheers to many more Super Friends episodes. I think we've covered mine in full detail. I'm starting to think of
2: another one for you. I don't remember the second most embarrassing thing you've done. Uh, um, maybe your behavior when you tried to go to the combine last year, when it was clear that you weren't going, that was sort of funny to watch. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a ticket and then get in the hotel room. I'm just gonna show up. <laughs> that was um, it. I think breaches, em- oh, go ahead.
1: Your most embarrassing moment was at the draft in Nashville, right?
2: Oh, I think I said the Colts thing, which you talked about. The oh, yeah, 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 that could. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. talked about that. What's the Nashville thing?
1: Where you did the uh, Red Bull shot and punched oh, Breach in that. the nuts?
2: That was fun. That could be Breach's most important embarrassing. Yeah. That was then, a highlight that was a highlight for me. And the second highlight that night is when you buttholes, you and EK and uh and Robbie. Robbie
1: Snyder, yeah, walking down the road, all of a sudden we hear, What's up? And like Wilson still jacked out of Red Bull, comes flying by us in a dead sprint and scared the living crap well, this is, out of us at this three is five,
2: five hours later, three AM, EK wanted to go downtown what's that, Broad Street Breach? What's that place called? In Broadway. Broadway. Uh, can you imagine being in a downtown crowded bar? It seems so well, far. We're there. We're there. at One forty-five in the morning. There's no way we're getting in anywhere, and all the Ubers are taken. So I have to walk back. That must have been a mile and a half. I had to walk back. And I ain't trying to walk through Nashville at two in the morning, but I didn't have a choice. And I'm walking, and I go by some clubs, and they're packed. I'm like, oh my god, this is no no place for an old person to be. And I turn the corner right near the hotel, and I see Brinson, Ek, and Robbie Snyder. Walking and I have to make sure it's them because you don't want to do a drop out to people that you don't know and get jacked up. And I run full speed, you get uh, beat up for thirty yards, and I get right like one step behind them before they hear me. I just yell as loud as I can, and I've never seen that's the quickest Brinsons ever moved. Uh That I, that was, I jumped big time. That was some short area quickness there. So that was I, that was an embarrassment. I enjoyed that. And
3: think, then there was also the time that Wilson made us go to jesters at three a.m.
2: Yeah, I was uh, that. That I don't think it's embarrassing either. It's I think Bre- Breach is most embarrassing, not in a bad ways, when he locked himself into the cafeteria <laughs> at the, uh, <laughs> at the office and he had to Texas and our solution was to, and um, Breach, you have the picture? Uh, I think I have the
3: picture. I do not have the picture available. When was that? August, you got Something, pictures of Everything Breach?
4: 2018 maybe? It, it's, no, it was after the... That was 20, 2019. 2018. 2019. It was
1: 2019. August of 2019. I mean, <laughs> Like I've dressed up like Wilma Flintstone and done a live show on air before. I mean that's but like I would say that I'm not embarrassed by a whole lot. That's the other thing. Oh yeah. Um, Breach, if
2: you watch the video version you can see Oh, this um, is uh Good okay, God, that. let me see my face without oh, a yeah. beard. I well, don't have a beard. Wow August August twenty third, twenty nineteen at twelve eleven AM. Yeah, you got that, Breach. Yeah.
1: Um I, I mean I just don't know that we have like yeah, like Wilson's Punching Breach in the
2: nuts wasn't like embarrassing. By the way, here's Breach the next day in the office. <laughs> what do we Sleep. do that night?
3: Oh, that's because Wilson made us go to Jester's at 3 a.m. I can't, guys.
2: Um, I took this at 10 a.m. you
1: were, you were oh, watching. passed out. He's like, I was watching Game Pass. That's he's <laughs> passed passed out on the... <laughs> that's like, Breach, you can't, what are you talking about? No, I was watching games. Game that Pass. was Bengals Um, yeah, I mean, I just don't know that we have like a whole lot of, What's Debo's most embarrassing? Uh, probably being with me at the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: being know. Brinson's babysitter. Yeah, that is embarrassing. Well, I
1: mean, but it's... I read the question in context of, like, most embarrassing moment with it, like, together. Yeah. Debo what? doesn't anything embarrassing. Debo doesn't do embarrassing things, usually. With us. Debo's like, approach is so, such that... Debo doesn't... Debo's not, like, the first guy... Bomb rushing through the door, and the thing is, like, if we're drinking, I am, and that's how you end up getting embarrassed,
2: right? If we're all drinking, Debo drinks to a point where even if he's inebriated, he all he has to do is stand next to you, and he looks like he's completely sober. <laughs> that's so that's, that's he's he's smart in that just, in that way. Just wait well. till it's the, the, uh,
4: the uh, pick six combine. And it's and the, the
1: old um, oh, I mean, I would say my but my most embarrassing moment might even be the race with Sean,
2: getting smoked oh, in the forty yard dash. dash. Yeah, that's what it is
1: because I was running. My, I mean, like it was so stupid. Like I was. A, not in good shape. B, wearing khaki. C, took my, I, I actually had shame about that, not, not losing the race, but no no, 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 like, like taking my shoes off and running through the street. Oh God, like, oh, like, like I was like, Oh my God. Like I woke up the next morning. I was like, pretty glad they didn't step on a needle or something. I mean, it's Fort right Lauderdale.
2: Who knows? Was the best you know. part of class. I mean, on the drive over to dinner, I think it was three across in the back, me, you and Sean, and you were in his ear for 25 minutes of that drive talking about how you're going to smoke them. To the point where he was nervous, like, oh, my God, maybe this guy's really good. But Br- Brinson just bluffed his way all the way to the starting line, and then 40 yards later, it was over.
3: Blown out. It was like yeah. watching the Chiefs and the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl <laughs> where you thought the Chiefs <laughs> kept talking it up, saying they had a chance, and then uh it just got
4: ugly fast. Yeah, but nobody thought that I yeah, was. Yeah, wasn't the favorite.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right, that's the other thing. Um, I'm trying to think if I got. That's definitely it.
1: Yeah, that's it. How's it going? Good. I mean the Super last year Super Bowl Saturday night yeah, way we've more embarrassing.
2: We've already talked about it. Yeah.
4: Check um, out pretty much every mailbag in the past if you need that story. <laughs> do
0: you, Devo, do, do you have? Yeah, i uh, that one. Still bother?
2: Do you have a, a thought on your most embarrassing? Yeah, I'm curious about this, this work related moment.
4: Where, no, I mean we've only I've been around you guys in person last year's Super Bowl and then I met you guys in person for the first time at that. The time that Breach locked himself out, but I was, I think just working late. So I didn't. Brenton
3: Brinson, were you embarrassed when you cut your head open and had to get stitches cause you fell oh, off yeah. a scooter?
1: That's right. Uh, that's, yeah, seems like I got a lot of these. Um, <laughs> you all that. within the last three years. You were into uh,
2: that
1: one. Yeah. That was, that was embarrassing. I yeah. mean, honestly, that was more relieving than anything else. Like I wasn't like that. I didn't like bust my mouth, bust my teeth up or anything
3: or get a yeah. concussion or like slice your head open completely.
1: May
2: have had a concussion fingers crossed Uh, for may
1: may have lied to the doctor about it
2: not not embarrassing but in terms it was definitely memorable i wish you were for this one Debo. where me brenson and breach were out until 4 a.m uh in atlanta playing. oh yeah yeah. play what's that game bocce bocce yeah it could have gotten him i mean in in theory i suppose if you that was fine like we were harmless. (laughs) it it was just sort of yeah what what are we doing
4: I'll say yeah. fingers crossed for future gatherings in Los Angeles and potentially Las Vegas next year. Oh, I think I think God. Cleveland's Cleveland's probably out of the mix. We won't be seeing each other in Cleveland in April, but next yeah. year.
1: Maybe yeah, we'll be in Vegas. Vegas draft has a high percentage chance for humiliation. Do I, I mean, wait, Debo, did you say anything? You don't have You don't really have anything.
4: I mean, we we covered- What's your
1: most embarrassing moment in life?
4: In life. You gotta give me more time on that. I don't know. I'm trying to think what mine is. My pants ripped in kindergarten when I went up to the front of the class.
3: That's mortifying.
1: Yeah, but like- you don't, nobody, I mean, what, how many people from that classroom would like still think about that? I mean, like that, but, he, but he's thinking like, you, I
2: peed my, I peed my pants in third grade because my <laughs> teacher was so mean that I didn't want to get up and I just had to hold it. Uh, and, I, and then some girl told on me and I had to make up a stupid lie. Like, oh, I, f- I literally said I fell in the mud part of the bus stop. And she's like, come on, dummy. Do you remember Can that girl's name? Uh I do believe it was Missy D. Lee shower who told on
1: me. <laughs> oh my God. You can't <laughs> say it on the podcast. So, <laughs> now people want to her. Um, and I I think that like, I mean, a lot of those moments I don't really I mean I think you know obviously kindergarten through like, but the thing is if you think eighth back grade it, is like full of forty two embarrassing moments per day, yeah. but if you you know if you look back on that you're like well I mean whatever like that's oh I don't
2: I like if I had to pee now I would just pee in my pants like I don't care like I I, I, care. <laughs> I would say uh every date I've ever been on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah there you go um oh the girl uh stick tips didn't call you back or whatever that's i
4: i i think i've shared that i've i passed out on a on a date before because she was she was talking about some some medical stuff and i didn't fly with me
1: you got you got like it was
4: like
2: gross it wasn't even
4: bad like what she was describing wasn't wasn't bad but this is an incredible story
2: Wait, you yeah. passed out like you, from boredom, like you got tired and fell asleep or you passed out like, like no, you passed you out, sleep? out like you were grossed out, like getting a needle. Like
1: fainting. A blood drawn.
2: Oh, you fainted. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. Were that's you sitting down at least?
5: Are you that's, sure you weren't drugged? That's not uncommon.
4: You? So that happened like in, in health class growing up, like fifth grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. Then I was, I was good for about ten years. Huh. And uh, that so was- So were you
2: sitting down when you passed out on the date? Yeah. Oh, so it was like an eighth grade date. No, does no, that, I mean
4: no, this was uh three years ago.
2: Oh, oh
3: I'm guessing there was no second date.
2: Wait, 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 don't don't, don't don't spoil it. Wait, I want to ask a question. So you yeah, passed right out. On. How long were you passed out? I
4: don't think long.
2: But wait, I, I that ten, kind of ten seconds or two minutes? Yeah,
4: I think closer to ten seconds. I was like I, I could feel it kinda of coming. I was like, Hey, politely, could you stop describing the story you're telling me right now? I'm not I'm not feeling oh, so okay. great.
1: And what and, was her name? No.
4: Um so <laughs> you pass out, Michelle. does
2: she freak out or she just leaves? What does she do? She was she was
4: understanding in the moment. She was like, "Oh my god, no, you're fine, you're fine." And I was like, "Oh, you handled this really well." And then, uh, ghost town after that.
2: What from was her, talking- or from you, who ghosted who?
4: <laughs> her. Sounds like Debo's saying she ghosted him. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: What uh, what was she talking about?
4: I don't can even. Can you talk it. about it without passing out? Yeah, I'm I'm good now. I'm good at these days. It's can it's you, influenced you- by wine. It's uh, it's it's called vasovagal, which is like a a syndrome. And people believe that's why Patrick Mahomes, they don't think he actually had a concussion in that game against the Browns. They think it was the hit, like something more, more mental. So that's Vasovagal is what it's called. And that made you pass? Dr. Ebo in the house. And I, I told another date in the future about that. You're saying
1: your situation was Vasovagal.
4: Yes, but people like, I hadn't heard it much like ever mentioned. And then like, I'm like,
1: can you describe Without right. telling yeah. us exactly what it was, a general. I mean, what you was even she maybe saying? Like, that what that, was
2: she? Yeah, what was she talking about that caused? I thought you she was pain. talking about vasovagal. I was like, oh, okay, that's this it's
1: a first date, so I'm assuming it's not something like you know, somebody's getting their
4: head chopped off or something. No, I I really don't remember. Like in I know you don't remember in ninth grade, it was something about like real innocent about like kidney stones. One time was about huh. giving giving birth. Oh, oh,
1: oh! Okay, I think I have misunderstood. So this, like, somebody in ninth grade, is, like, talked about kidney stones and you passed out.
2: Yeah, it's like you know, people pass out when they
1: get shot or something. Right, and yeah, I had no. It's vasovagal uh, syncope, uh, syncope, syncope, syncope. Vasovagal syncope occurs it's when you that. faint because your body overreacts to certain triggers, such as the sight of blood or extreme emotional distress. It may also be called neurocardiogenic syncope. The vasovagal so, uh, sync syn- syn- syncope trigger causes
2: your heart rate and blood pressure to drop suddenly.
4: Behind Yikes. the curtains right now, like in my head right now, I'm I'm thinking about it too much.
2: All right, stop thinking about it. So let me ask you this, uh Breach ander. It's Breach not Breach. embarrassing. That's
4: scary. No, well, but like a- right a- now, I- my body, like my legs, are getting cold. Yeah,
2: it's the <laughs> I know too. Have you uh? Breach is that and-
1: is that like when you see somebody puke and you puke?
2: I think Stop it's the, the same. What if Diva passes out on the podcast? Yeah, that's that's, saying, that's leave great him alone. Television.
4: That's that's the same. I think thought process. Breach so, is like Breach is like. Hold I on wait, a
1: second.
4: You're jabbing a a needle blood, in my heart. Fake blood coming out here like, on one of the so, podcasts. Uh, and Diva just passed out.
2: My broken leg. Breach or Brinson. Have you guys ever fainted? Uh no. What'd you say, Breach? I have not. I have not fainted either. Like I don't know. I've blacked it's out. A,
1: the
3: thought of of fainting <laughs> is weird to me. Like
2: right, it's hard to sort of. You okay, Diva? Yeah. Yeah, I'm take, like, your, <laughs> take your headphones oh, off. Need <laughs> drink some more water, buddy. Yeah, lay down while you do the podcast. Take a cold shower. Uh, we to up talking about this. I know. All right. Well, that that was actually that I've never, that's. I've never. I'm a wood. I, podcast.
1: Knock on wood. I've never broken a bone.
3: I've broken a bone. We've talked about this. You've gotten stitches. <laughs> I have gotten stitches.
2: Oh, that's I the first
1: stitches nice. I've ever gotten.
3: Was off a scooter.
2: Imagine yep. the life you have to lead to have never broken a bone or never gotten stitches till you're in your mid thirties.
1: I mean I, well, I mean, so like surprisingly, like you wouldn't think of me as that type of person.
2: I think of you very much as judge males having done nothing. No, I'm countries saying countries
1: like you would no, like it's I'm I mean the reason I haven't broken bones is not because I'm being like carried around on like a like a pl- like a
2: plush, you know, like, You're like C three PO Return of the Jedi where the Ewoks think you're the king.
1: Right, like that's no, but I like, I'm risk averse i've risk averse is a
5: see that's what i'm saying
1: like you wouldn't think of me as like avoiding risk you're not risk averse i we saw
2: you all the super bowl (laughs)
1: well that was alcohol induced i mean like that's
2: all right right. what else
1: wilson's gotta go that's it that's the podcast wilson's gotta go i gotta go watch i gotta go sweat out a matthew fitzpatrick first round leader situation i've gotta
3: go. go buy a top shot I gotta
1: pass hey, out. Breach <laughs> is gonna go dig through my like my account to try to figure out how much. I mean, I'll tell I'll tell you this: no, there's a site where you can look up other people's, you can look up anybody's thing. And right. I will tell you that our pal, Mister K, is not short on account value when it comes to his. I wish, I wish you both the best of luck. Ooh, mine Shut up. Let's go to the moon!
0: See you guys later. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology,